On today's episode of Locked On Canucks, the Andre Kuzmenko sweepstakes have an update. The Canucks deepen their prospect by once again going to Sweden. We do a redraft of the 2015 NHL entry draft. And also, I give you guys my Stanley Cup final prediction. It is Locked On Canucks, and it starts now. On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things. I'm, of course, your host, Justin Pooney. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Monday, a wonderful, hope you had a wonderful weekend. I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. We, of course, are free and available wherever you get your podcasting services. You can find me at Twitter on Twitter, excuse me, at underscore process sports. You can like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please then thank you. And also, you can follow our show on Twitter at underscore process sports. So today, as I mentioned in the open, we're going to have an update on the Andre Kuzmenko sweepstakes where the Canucks are listed as one of the finalists. The Canucks, of course, signed another Swedish ex-draft pick, but this time a first-round pick to an entry-level deal. Because the NHL draft is upcoming, I'm going to go back to the last five Canucks, excuse me, last five Canucks first-round picks and tell you whether they were worth it or not. And finally, we have our Stanley Cup Finals matchup set. The Tampa Bay Lightning's three-peat quest continues, and they will take on the Colorado Avalanche. I did predict this on Friday. I said the Lightning will win in Game 6, and they won in Game 6 thanks to their captain, Steven Stamkos. So, first, let's just jump into the news of the day today where the Canucks signed SHL defenseman Philip Johansson to an entry-level deal. General Manager Patrick Alvin announced today that the Canucks signed the 22-year-old who played for Frolunda of the Swedish Hockey League for the last two years, recording three goals and eight assists. In his, H- his SHL career, he has 26 points in 132 games. Uh, he will stay in Sweden next year, um, according to Patrick Alvin, but they are looking forward to seeing him at the Vancouver Canucks development camp that will take place at UBC next month. The interesting thing here is Johansson was drafted in the first round of the 2018 draft, 24th overall by the Minnesota Wild, but the Wild did not offer him an entry-level extension by June the 1st, which made him a first-round, excuse me, a free agent, um, and and they acquired a compensatory, excuse me, compensatory second-round pick. So what does this mean for the Vancouver Canucks? Well, it means that it deepens their prospect pool albeit with a 22-year-old prospect. You know, they Patrick Alvin said he was going to strengthen the prospect pool by, you know, free college free agents, free agents from Europe, and he has done that. Um, you know, he signed, signed Niels Aman uh, last week, and today they signed Philip Johansson. So we will see. Like I said, um, my thought process on these young not young, but these you know late early twenties um, prospects that you know were not signed. 
Um, I see them as big projects. Um, there's a reason why they're not in the NHL or even the AHL at this particular point. There's a reason they're still in Europe, whether that's, you know, they're late bloomers, late developers, or they're just, you know, they need a new change, a new system. Because, for example, you know, I believe Niels Aman was in Colorado. We know deep that pool was of talent. You know, Philip Johansson was in um, Minnesota. So we know Minnesota, you know, has a pretty, you know, they're a pretty deep organization. So the Canucks are doing exactly what, you know, they need to do. They're bringing in young players that, you know, potentially can grow and um, at least at the bare minimum compete for an AHL position. As I mentioned, you know, last week, the Abbotsford Canucks might look vastly different. And there's a lot of work for them to be, a lot of work to be done in Abbotsford where, you know, there's a lot of free agents in Abbotsford as well. And of course they want to, you know, the, not only thing, the, sorry, excuse me, not the only thing for the farm team is to develop prospects, but you want to, you know, put on a good product where fans will want to go watch in Abbotsford because that, again, helps the Canucks bottom line. So um, these European free agent signings, they might, we might never see uh, Neil Zaman or Philip Johansson in the NHL whatsoever, but we could be seeing them in Abbotsford. They could be, you know, well on to being solid professional players. Uh, at the AHL level, even at the NHL level. So, like I said, it's kind of a wait-and-see approach. It's kind of a, um, okay, we'll see what happens. Potentially, you know, the new Canucks uh, player development program can, you know, find some gems. And you know what? If you, if the Canucks, if one or two of these, uh, you know, free agent signings or one or two, one or two of these late-round picks pan out, you know, that's how Detroit built a dynasty or 20-year playoff run, you know, finding guys like Zetterberg and Datsuk and, you know, all these guys that were late, late-round picks that, you know, eventually through their player development system turned out to be great NHL players. Now, I'm not saying these Canucks moves uh, from the last week or so are going to, these guys are going to pan out to be a Zetterberg or a Datsuk, but, you know, if they can come in and play and play in a lower th- sixth role and fill a void on this roster... That's a W, a massive W right there because you're not going to be investing dollars and assets into acquiring a, you know, a six, seven defenseman, which we all know what the trade deadline, you know, costs you something or a third or fourth line center or you know, a bottom six player that does cost you something. This is a, you know, a low risk, um, potential, low risk, potentially high reward or maybe not high reward, maybe a medium reward um, type of investment for the Canucks. So, you know, why not? Why not? It doesn't hurt to try. It doesn't hurt. It's not costing you much. So, um, like I said, the Canucks did sign Philip Johansson from Sweden today, a defenseman, 22-year-old, who had some pedigree, first-round pick. Um, So we will see what transpires with the development camp and, you know, what the Canucks brass thinks of him, along with, you know, Niels Amon and the other signings they have made. Um, Let's go to a potential signing they could make with Russian forward Andrei Kuzmenko, who currently is doing his round of interviews with teams that are in his final, um, the finalist teams, excuse me. So there's the Edmonton Oilers, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, He was in Miami, in Detroit, and he's supposed to meet with the Canucks this week. So um, it looks like, I was reading earlier, reports were saying that the Canucks were going to fly down to LA and meet him, but it's actually, he's going to be coming to uh, Vancouver to meet with the Canucks. So hopefully the weather is good. Um, You know, the weather's been really bad. So hopefully that whatever day he's here, you know, the sun is shining. And everybody, um, he gets a true aspect of how beautiful Vancouver is, not just a rainy area. Uh, for the Oilers' sake, uh, hopefully they don't show him uh, anywhere outside the arena. I saw somebody tweet that out on Twitter, and I thought that was pretty funny. Um, 
of course, Connor McDavid is in his own uh, hot water. Uh, we'll just leave it as that. But um, the way I see this whole Kuzmenko thing uh, panning out is this. What do the Canucks have to offer that nobody else can? Because at the end of the day, for this particular year, he can only sign a one-year entry-level deal with a max of $925,000, I believe. Um, but after that, he's going to be looking to get a, a decent deal. Uh, he was, of course, he was second in KHL points this season with 53 and 45 games. And he played the last four years in St. Petersburg. Uh, sorry, last four seasons with St. Petersburg after suiting up for his first four with CSK Moscow. So the way I see it is, look, if he's meeting with Vegas, okay, there's Vegas, you have everything there. But we all know uh, Vegas is a very, very cap-strapped team. But if there's one thing we know, Bill Foley and the front office of Vegas will always be aggressive and they will always find a way. Um, <clears throat> Edmonton, of course, they give you an opportunity that, like no other, you can play um, with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Um, but again, Edmonton, you know, they have their own salary cap issues and can you ensure you can pay him his wage long-term? Um, the Canucks, you know, his agent, Dan Milstein said, uh, they were talking to the Canucks uh, execs for a long time. It's a great city, a good place to play, a good team, you know, stable management. So, um, you know, the, there's things being said, the PR games is being said. So if I was Andre, Kuz, uh, Andre Kuzmenko, what I want to sign in Vancouver, well, the city itself is a beautiful city, but on the ice, there's a great product. You can play with Elias Pettersson, a Bo Horvat, two very well-established centermen, right? You're not going to be asked to be um, the top guy, right? You will, of course, be added to that core uh, because I imagine that if he does sign in Vancouver, there's the um, the handshake kind of behind-the-scenes deal where, hey, you will sign another longer-term deal after this. But um, look... If he comes in, he's going to be able to play in a top six role. You know, he's going to have another Russian on the team with Vasily Podkolzin, who probably act as a, you know, a mentor to him. You know, Podkolzin, again, is a young player, but with a great upside. Um, and I saw somebody left in the comments in my video that when I mentioned the other day, um, where I said the Canucks, you know, the core is three or four people. Uh, I think somebody mentioned Podkolzin would be in there. I think Podkolzin is safe, but... If they would, would they be willing to ship Pod Colson out for a larger piece that could potentially be a you know an elite player? Like for example, a David Pasternak. Would you make the deal if it was Pod Colson and Miller for David Pasternak with the handshake, you know, with the uh, indication that Pasternak will sign a long-term deal? I think people might take that um, that offer. Um, but I, like I said, I think Vasily Vasily Pod Colson is safe. Um, a part of that young, a part of that core as a young and up and coming player, but you never know. So if I'm Andre Kuzmenko, of course I can play with uh, Dry Saddle McDavid in Edmonton, but hungry team, and that probably will, you know, I assume if he signs, he can take that Evander Kane role because as I did mention, it looks like Evander uh, all but gone from Edmonton. It looks like he's going to be going on for. Um, which I mean is his prerogative. Like I said, I would she would have stayed in Edmonton. Uh, Vegas, of course, is a great city, um, but they are always in cap cap cap, cap hell. Um, and then we'll see uh, Florida potentially has been a hotbed for Russian players. Detroit maybe. Uh, so the kind of possibility they're only you know an appealing organization to play. You know, Pod Cole. Uh, sorry, Pod Cole. You have Pedersen. You can 
play on a line with. You have uh, Brock Besser, um, probably uh, JT Miller. So they have options there where he can play and he time, and he will get time to acclimate himself to uh, the game. So it will be very interesting to see how that shakes coming days, see where his decision uh, is going. But coming up, uh, what we're going to do is because the drafting passed the Canucks last uh, five round draft picks, not any of the last two years, but uh, starting back in 2015, we're going to work our way back and I'm going to see whether it was worth the pick for the Canucks or uh, was it not worth it. So uh, we're going to do that for the next week. Um, and, and then we will then uh, dive in first round draft where, you know, potential Canuck, the Canucks first round pick from that year uh, on the roster for now. Uh, but first, I want to talk to you guys, Athletic Greens. Please, uh, excuse me. Next partner has a product that I use. You know, next partner, Athletic Greens, I use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy, better gut health, optimized immune system, and I hated taking pills, vitamins. I wanted to take a supplement that actually tasted great, and I wanted to see what the hype was about. I've been on it for a few months now, and I love it. It does, doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a kind of a mild tropical taste to it. Uh, which I love every morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-sourced foods, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start the day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. Um, again, I wanted more energy. That's why I took it. I told my friends and family about it, and they love it too. And also, whenever I travel back and forth from Toronto and Vancouver, I always have it packed with me. Um, the importance of taking a multivitamin. There are tons of people that take some sort of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care, uh, take great care of yourself. Excuse me. Your subscription comes with a yearly supply of vitamin D, which is also important and adds in those winter months when we don't get as much sunlight or in Vancouver right now. <laughs> right now, it is your time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water, of one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, we have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. And it won't take very long. Everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take your our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. Okay. So as I mentioned, we are going to dive into the 
Canucks draft history. Of course, the draft is upcoming. And I wanted to touch on where, it's not where, but what the Canucks draft record has been over the last few years and determine whether the picks were, especially the first round picks were worth it or who they should have taken instead. Kind of a redraft sort of thing, depending on that position they were in. So, of course, the Canucks have not had a first round pick last year, of course, with the Oliver Ekman Larson deal and the, the year before with the JT Miller trade. Um, we won't touch on that, but we'll start off in 2015, where, of course, that was the year the Canucks were coming off the horrendous 2014, 2013, 2014 year, uh, where John Tortorella was there, uh, and then he was fired. Um, and then, you know, Jim Benning, Trevor Lynn came in, brought in Willie Desjardins, Ryan Miller, Radham Verbata. And the Canucks pulled out a 100-point season, their last 100-point season. Um, and they made the playoffs. They got eliminated in the first round by the Calgary Flames and Michael Furland. Um, That feels like an eternity ago. Um, but that was the year, of course, 2015, was the Connor McDavid-Jack Eichel draft, which, um, you know, tanked for McDavid. And, of course, the Edmonton Oilers won. And they acquired the best player in hockey. Currently, of course, Jack Eichel. Uh, was you know doing quite well in Buffalo, but Buffalo was a tire fire for years, and now he's in the Pacific Division with the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that just missed the playoffs. But I think Vegas will be back next year uh, once they get everybody healthy. Of course, then you had Dylan Strom, who's now in Chicago, uh, Mitch Marner, Noah Hannafin, who's now in Calgary, Pavel Zacha, Ivan Provorov, Zach Wierenski, Timo Meyer, Miko Rannan, who will be in the... Um, Stanley Cup Finals, yeah, Jake DeBrus, Vancouver, Matthew Barzell, Kyle Connor, Thomas Shabbat, um, Shve- Evgeny Shvechnikov, um, you know, Joel Erickson Eck, Colin White, Travis Konechny, Jack Roslovic. You know, there's some decent NHL players in this draft. Of course, you have Travis Dermott, who's taken the second round, who was a former Toronto Maple Leaf, but now is a Vancouver Canuck. Sebastian Ajo, a you know all-star player for um, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, excuse me, who are you know were the playoff team, and um, you know Rasmus Anderson with the Calgary Flames, who became a solid defenseman. So you know there was a lot of you know decent NHLs. Anthony Sorelli was a third-round pick, who is now a prominent member of the Tampa Bay Lightning, a absolute shutdown center Anthony Sorelli is. But I want to talk about the Canucks' first-round pick this year. In 2015, they selected, of course, Brock Besser, 23rd overall out of the University of North Dakota. Um, You know, Besser, it took him a few years to, you know, play college a couple more years, and he finally signed with Vancouver and played his first game in the 2016-2017 season. And we saw his first full year, he played 62 games and scored almost 30 goals, was a Calder Trophy finalist. And, you know, now seven years into his career, excuse me, five years into his career, Brock Besser has at a current impasse. Is he going to get a new contract? Is he going to be a long-term fit? Is he going to get a bridge deal? So looking back at it, I think if we did... Looked it out in a vacuum after this first rookie year. Brock Besser was a slam dunk pick. Um, he was, you know, an immediate impact on the ice. Of course, scored 30 goals. Now, you're kind of wondering if that was the right pick. When you're looking at the players that are picked around him, you know, there's Jack Roslovic or Travis Konechny. Would they be worth it? Um, 
Connect needs a decent player um, out of Philly, but let's sorry, let's pull up Connect stats here. Um, you know, he's been, you know, he's a again a right winger as well. He had 16 goals this year, 36 points. Him and Besser have kind of, you know, they've kind of put up similar numbers. I think Konechny, uh scored three, had three straight years of 24 goals a season. Kind of tailed off the last two years with 11 goals and 16 this past year. Where Besser, of course, had his career high of 29 and 26. Injury plagued the year afterwards, 16 and 23 and 22 the last two years. So, you know, Konechny and him have been kind of, around the same ballpark area. I still think I'd still take, of course, Brock Besser. I think he has more upside than Travis Konechny. Um, when you look at Jack Roslovic, um, who now is with the Winnipeg Jets, uh, of course, he was, a, sorry, the Columbus Blue Jackets. He was a Columbus native that was taken by Winnipeg, but was traded to Columbus. Um, he had a career year this year with 22 goals. So when you're looking at that draft and in that vicinity the Canucks were selecting in, I think Besser was the best pick for them on the board. Other than, you know, you had your top echelon guys uh, like the McDavid, Eichel, Marner, um, Rantanen. Those guys are all there. But, you know, when you look at it, the Canucks didn't do that bad. Brock Besser, you know, was in the upper echelon of that draft class, that first round of players, right? Uh, I still think Shabbat, Kyle Connor, Barzell, are all better um, than Brock Besser, of course, McDavid and Eichel. But considering where the Canucks were taking in that round, that's probably the best pick. Um, I don't think, in hindsight, 2020, maybe they could have, you know, grabbed an Aho and that. But then again, who knows if Aho would become Sebastian Aho in Vancouver? So, uh, for looking back at the 2015 draft, the Canucks made the right decision with Brock Besser. Um, you know, he's wasn't he has been an impact player. Uh, maybe not to the large impact he was in his rookie year or his first couple years, but um, hopefully he can stay healthy and, you know, looks like he's going to sign a bridge deal and get back on track and kind of bet on himself and have a career year next year, which I'm sure all Canucks fans are hoping for. And we, and of course, Brock Best is hoping for so we can cash in on another big deal. So that is that. Tomorrow we will dive into the 2016 NF- NHL draft, which we might have some more interesting takes. So, Stick around for that. But coming up after this break, uh, I'm just going to go through the NHL Stanley Cup Finals and give you guys my pick so far and how this is a great matchup for the NHL. But first, I want to talk to you guys about betonline.net. Betonline.net, of course, is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Conference Finals, now the Stanley Cup Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information, including live bets, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, last couple of minutes of the show. Uh, this past weekend, the Stanley Cup finalists were announced, uh, sorry, not announced, but was determined as the Tampa Bay Lightning won in game six against the New York Rangers. And will their quest for three continues. And this probably will be their toughest test. Uh, if you actually look at the last couple of years, this was a Stanley Cup final. Many people were predicting the Lightning versus the Avalanche. The, you know, the Avs never held up their end of the bargain. And when you look at this um, Stanley Cup final and you look at this matchup, 
skill on skill, speed on speed. Um, and it's going to be an absolute dream for the NHL. You have a team uh, going for a three-peat the first time in nearly 40 years, or actually it will be 40 years um, next year. And it is, it's going to, you're going to see hockey at its purest form, high speed, high skill, puck possession, elite goaltending on one end of the ice with Andre Vasilevsky, who quite frankly, um, it's not even a question. He's probably the greatest money, big time money goalie we have seen in a very long time. You know, as much as I love Carey Price, Henrik Longfist, you know, Roberto Luongo or whomever, you know, whoever, pick your goalie in the last 10, 15 years. That was great. This guy right here in games, in the clutch, in playoffs is absolute money. And I think that is going to be the deciding factor because you have great defensemen like Makar, Bowen Byron, who stepped up, Devon Taves, who has stepped up for Colorado. You have a guy like Victor Hedman, who's an absolute stud. And you guys have heard what I said. I think Victor Hedman is not Nick Lidstrom, but he's, you know, right there. He's maybe the rung below Nick Lidstrom. Uh, he's definitely the greatest defenseman of this generation, outlasting guys like Doughty, Keith, and all those other guys that were mentioned, Subban, uh, Weber, all those guys. Victor Hedman is so much better than all of them. It is absolutely amazing. You have the upfront skill with McKinnon, Landis Cog, Rantman, um, Hopefully, maybe maybe Kadri makes a return, right? Um, then of course, you have Sorelli, who's a great two-way center. And there's a the amount that Anthony Sorelli has shut down opposing teams' top lines has been absurd. Steven Stamkos is a big game player. Kucherov, Andre Palat is a timely playoff score. And they have great coaches with Jared Bednar and John Cooper. So this is going to be a series that is going to essentially be what the modern NHL is like and how you want to design a team through speed, puck possession, uh, mobility, and on Tampa, at least on Tampa side, elite goaltending. So right now, before this year, and the series starts on Wednesday, but right now I'm thinking Tampa is going to win because they have the better goalie. And I think Andre Vasilevsky is going to win the Conn Smythe once again. And I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to win in game six. Tampa in six, I think. I'm going to go in a hedge and say Tampa in six for this series. But it's surely going to be great, and I'm excited, and I can't wait to watch it. Um, but that is all the time we have for today for today's Monday edition of Locked on Canucks. Coming up tomorrow, as I did mention, we will look back at the 2016 draft uh, and discuss whether the Canucks made the right move that year or not. Um, I want to thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day every day. Now for your second listen, Locked on NHL. Locked on NHL covers the NHL playoffs like no other. Here are the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's a free, it's free <laughs> and available wherever you get your podcast services. All right, guys, take care. Stay safe. Talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy the basketball game if you're watching and we will see you tomorrow.